for checking out our podcast. Some new information has come out of why a workout is good for your gut and it may not be what you're thinking. And imagine, imagine asking for someone's permission before you can look at them. Something's happening in Australia. Do you think it could happen here? And if you love TikTok, you may not want to hear what this new study has found. Take a listen. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Holly's awaits myself, Nira. Producer Darren also hanging out with me. Happy Friday. And uh, how do you feel about uh, TikTok, Darren? I use TikTok. I'm not a massive creator of TikToks, but it's fun to just scroll and waste your time. Right. I mean, it is. It's just something that can just be really nice and easy and chill. You know, you just want to do mindless stuff on your phone, right? My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds. I like to see you wiggle, wiggle. Dances here and there. But the new research has been done on TikTok, and I don't know how you're going to feel. Okay. TikTok, as addictive as drugs. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. A new study has been done by these scientists who clearly know what they're talking about, which reveals that TikTok is as addictive as hardcore drugs. It delivers a sensory rush and an endorphin hit with every swipe. Analysts are very concerned and warned that apps like TikTok are lowering attention spans to a rate that could be detrimental to the financial future of our society. Whoa, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, after we learn about this, I find out also Amazon is currently testing a TikTok-style feed. Grace, I know, well, because we I need mean, more. I, I guess I understand it in a way because uh, when TikTok came around, everybody was like, oh, they're only 15 second videos. That was the limit first, mm-hmm. which made it popular. And it happened also to be kind of explode during lockdown when people mm-hmm. were bored at home. So I suppose you could say, well, it's going to be harder for people to, let's say, study or read books and stuff like that when your attention span is getting used of just those little 15 second snippets. Yeah, and also because you're getting so much satisfaction in 15 seconds. Yeah. So just in the world in general, you're used to things being so short, even as they increase the time and increase the time. The amount of satisfaction that you get in such a small amount of time is not good for our brain. And the fact that you can just swipe if you're not into yes. it. Next, next, Whatever. next, next, next. You know, all, that's all you're doing. Also, what is concerning to me, and I'm not sure, like, do not quote me that this is accurate information, but I've heard this over and over and over again, that the original creators of TikTok, that country doesn't even allow their their youngsters to go on TikTok. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard that as well. Yeah, they, it's not even allowed because they're using it as uh, a digital weapon against mm-hmm. the rest of the world because they know that it's actually killing our brain cells and making the rest of the world not as intelligent while this country that created this ridiculous app doesn't use it, their country continues to be more intelligent. Right, they're dumbing us down slowly. Yes, they're yeah. burning our brain cells. Do you get a little high every time you see a video and you swipe up and you're on to the next one? Do you feel better? I don't feel better ever. I always feel bad about myself after I look at how much time I wasted on the app instead of doing something interesting. Yeah. Instead of, I don't know, reading a book, like you said. I know, but it's so much easier just to go on your phone, isn't it? I don't want to be easy. 
Okay? Yeah. <laughs> I've been saying that for a very long time <laughs> in my life. Yes. Holly and Nira. And now, The Biz with Nira. She made her official return to music. Britney Spears, Elton John, the collaboration that's today's top biz story is finally here. We've been teased for such a long time. Britney Spears and Elton John's Hold Me Closer, the duet. Her first single since the end of her conservatorship. This is inspired by Elton John's classic, Tiny Dancer. Myself, Nira, uh, Holly's away today. Got producer Darren hanging out with me. Did you know Tiny Dancer came out in 1971? Oh, that's a while ago. <laughs> yeah, way before our time. Elton John's <laughs> been around forever. My gosh, <laughs> he's epic, right? Yeah. Just an icon, of course. Hold Me Closer puts a fresh spin on this old classic. Take a listen. <laughs> Yeah, love that bass. I can see this being on in a club. Yeah, too bad they didn't start at the beginning of the summer. That would be nice yeah. for all of us. Yeah, yeah now I, we're going to hibernate for three months. We won't get a chance to dance. I know, I took a couple of trips to L.A. This would have been a great track to have oh, in yeah. L.A. perfect. Right? But, I mean, uh, next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, days before it dropped, uh, Britney Spears was reflecting on being back in the studio. And she's like, this is her first song in six years. She's so happy she's doing it with one of the most classic people of our time, talking about Elton John. She's feeling overwhelmed, of course, and she said she really started meditating more, learning that her space is valuable. And speaking of, she releases this crazy song, and then she also just quits Instagram. She deleted it. She can do that. <laughs> She's like, she I that, yeah. choose happiness. I'm like, good for you, Britney. Elton John also really hopes that this new duet with Britney Spears, Hold Me Closer, restores her confidence following this horrible conservatorship where she's been controlled for so long. He said there was a lot of the times when they were working together where he was just constantly reassuring her that everything is going to be okay. That's sweet because Elton's gone through it all over the years. The mm-hmm. press coming after him. He's experienced addiction, mental health problems and he really is the perfect mentor for Britney right now. Yeah, and he realizes too that she went through a really traumatic time. If you want to hear the whole song, keep it locked 94.5 Virgin Radio. We are your hip music station. We'll be playing it for you this morning. Ryan Reynolds is insisting that Hugh Jackman appear in Deadpool 3. Surprise! This is a different kind of superhero story. Yeah, he's like, he has to be in it. We gotta get Hugh Jackman for Deadpool 3. No word if he's gonna play his Wolverine character okay. or a new one, but he wants him bad. He's He's gotta get back in the gym then as well, because for his age, this guy, he's in ridiculous shape. Uh, yeah. Do you, Hugh still Jackman? Find him, you find him attractive still? Uh, I, I was never really, like, okay. into, into Hugh Jackman. Like, I always appreciated Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Like, I thought he was great, loved... I think he's so talented. I was never really super into him or anything, but, yeah, gotta respect the dude's body. Oh, it's It's, it's insanity. And so is Ryan Reynolds. Those uh-huh. two together. I mean, I do love those two together. And Snoop Dogg and Eminem are going to be performing in the metaverse. Yes, Eminem. Yeah, MTV Video Music Awards. And of course, like I said, Snoop Dogg. The metaverse. They're going to be in the metaverse. How do you perform <laughs> in the metaverse? No, I'm so confused. The MTV Video Music Awards are this Sunday. Okay. 
Now, the virtual performance is part of the performances that are scheduled for the night. And Snoop Dogg and Eminem are in the metaverse as the performers for the VMAs. I mean, you could say Snoop Dogg's been in the metaverse for a very, for long, a time. very long time. Yes. <laughs> it's so confusing. I'm looking forward to seeing how they pull this off, though. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Snoop and M. So they're going to be absolutely yeah. fine. They are, you know, they're performers. They know what they're doing, and we love them so much. Lizzo, Jack Harlow, J Balvin, Bad Bunny, Marshmallow, Khalid, they're all going to be there in person, I believe. Bring it on. Great lineup. <laughs> I'm Nira. That's the biz. You can always catch up on more biz stories on the iHeartRadio app. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. Virgin. Imagine asking for someone's permission before you look at them. This could be happening. It could be happening here, for all we know. Because it started happening in Australia. Good morning. It's Holly and Nira. Holly's away. Uh, Darren is here with me. And uh, this nightclub in Australia has banned staring. Oh. Okay. I mean, don't we all just stare when we go into a nightclub? Isn't that almost the first thing you do? I don't know. This club says people must first get verbal consent before staring at others in the club. Safety officers were, they're going to actually be out and about. Safety officers will be wearing pink vests and patrol the club to make sure no one violates the new policy at this club in Sydney, Australia. This is what it reads. As a nightclub, we encourage you to interact with strangers, of course. However, any engagement must begin with verbal consent. This also applies if, for example, you're staring at someone from afar. If the attention you're giving to someone is unwanted, that is going to be considered harassment and you will be asked to leave the premises. Right. Well, this is worrying because uh, you say I go out with a few of my friends. The first thing we do when we walk in the club is stare around the place to see who's inside. <laughs> but maybe there is a limitation. Looking versus staring. Yeah. Looking at someone. Okay. You're looking around. You're looking around the club, but just staring at someone. Okay. So like if you look for longer than five seconds, if I look at you near right now for longer than five seconds, is that a stare? Okay. Well, you're talking to me. So that's different. Don't yeah. talk to me. Okay. Like, right? <laughs> yeah, you're. Don't look. I mean, don't talk to me. Okay, you're giving me really freaky eyes. <laughs> Try not to give me freaky eyes. Just look at me without talking. Okay, here we go. Okay, stop the creepy okay. eyes. Okay. I think that's the problem. It should be creepy staring eyes that should be banned. Holly and Mira. Holly and Mira. Why a workout is good for your gut. And not in the way you may think. Oh, yeah. Working out. We know it's good for you, of course. But why a workout is good for your gut? Uh, We're talking about gut bacteria. It's myself, Nira, and our producer, Darren, today. Holly is away. There's lots of updated information about gut health. Yeah. Gut health is really important for you. We need to take our gut health very seriously. Yeah, gut bio, it like fights a lot of stuff. Probiotics, yeah, yeah. you know, all the flora, mm. you know, for your gut flora. Uh, we know that you're supposed to eat well, and especially in today's day and age, there's so much crappy stuff out there. Yeah, which your gut probably is like, hey, I don't need this. Yeah, a lot of artificial stuff for your gut that mm-hmm. you don't want. And there's this new research that has just come out, and they're saying eating a diverse diet consisting of more than 30 different plant foods per week, okay? A good night's sleep. A good night's sleep is good for your gut because it lowers levels of stress. Surprisingly, spending time in nature apparently is supposed to be really good for your gut health. Okay. And now brand new research shows that working out exercise is actually good for your gut bacteria. We know it's good for our gut. 
Yeah. But we didn't quite put the association <laughs> together for gut bacteria and a good workout. Right. So it gets rid of the gut, but also it uh, makes the bio, uh, your defense stronger, your bio stronger. Well, you know, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to work out, you know, some people do to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not the pressure that should be in your brain when you work out. You should just know it's good for your body. It's making yes. you stronger. Like that's my conception of working out, getting stronger, staying healthy with my body. Well, now this gut health is taking that theory to the next level. They're saying exercise seems to be affecting our gut microbes by increasing bacterial communities inside our stomach, inside our gut that produce short chain fatty acids. Okay. Working out creates short chain fatty acids that are so good for your stomach and modifies your metabolism and boosts your immunity and physiological processes for your body. Wow. I know. Are they specific with what kind of working out? Is it cardio or weights or just generally getting your heart pumping is good? I, right now it says workout. So the next yeah. time you head over to Club 16, that's where I work out, Club 16. The next uh-huh. time I go over there, remember a few extra reps to create short chain fatty acids. Just keep saying that over and over again. Short, short chain, chain fatty asses. asses. Short chain, chain fatty asses. Holly and Nira. Weekday mornings, 530 to 10. On 94.5 Virgin Radio.